0: I've got the victory living inside of me. i got the greater war I can overcome. This ain't no time to turn back. No less to grow slack. i got to keep pressing on till every battle is won. Good morning, class. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, I'm Keith Moore. And this is Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, my faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. God's Word reveals to us that we have been made to be victorious, not victims. We're we're made, created to be overcomers, not overcome. And the way this happens and works out in our life is through our own faith, The scriptures said uh, in 1 John, he said, This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So you can't separate victory from faith. And why have faith school? Because faith is not just automatic, and faith is not just all up to God how much faith we have. We've been given, when we're born again, a measure of the God kind of faith, and if you feed it, And if you exercise it, it grows, it increases. Jesus talked to some folks in his ministry and said uh, uh, that they were of little faith. Others he said, how is it that you have no faith? And then there were a few he said, I hadn't seen such great faith. No, not in all this area. So we want to be those that have the great faith. And that means you'll have great victories. So get your Bible, get something to make a note with. Come on into the class. We've saved you a seat right here. Just forget about all the issues and challenges for a few minutes and come right on into here and get built up like we just confessed in your spirit and in your faith. Let's release faith in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, all of us, uh, everybody watching everywhere, we join our faith and ask you for the anointing. We ask you for the revelation of your holy word, that which quickens us, that which illuminates and enlightens us, that which causes us to be encouraged and strengthened and to rise up strong as the overcomers you've made and intended for us to be. We ask you for answers and help today and we thank you for it in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Look in our great textbook, the Bible, to Luke, the um, uh, eighth chapter. We have um, uh, have been on the subject of faith, of course, for weeks and weeks and months and months. And if you're just joining us uh, for the first time, let me encourage you. Go back to the previous lessons uh, online. They're available. It won't cost you anything. No charge. And um, we've covered a lot of ground. We've spent... Uh, weeks and weeks in Hebrews 11. And now we have begun a few weeks ago a new series we're calling Faith for Healing. Uh, Faith works the same in every area of life, but it must be developed in each area of life. What I mean by that is you can be strong in faith uh, that your sins are forgiven and that your name's in the Lamb's book of life and that you're going to heaven when you die. You can be absolutely not question that, completely persuaded, strong in faith, and yet in the area of healing, have no faith at all. And one reason why that would be is because you've heard a lot about that, this area of forgiveness, and you haven't heard about faith for healing. Well, we're going to fix that. (laughs) Right? We're going to feed our faith on the area of healing and then in time to come, you know, we perhaps feed it on different areas. But right now, we're getting our healing faith built up, boosted because uh, these bodies are imperfect and we live down here in a curse-filled earth and either you or somebody you know is going to need some healing before long. Do you know that child, the child of God? Uh, You're going to need it. Uh, Are they going to need it? And so the time to build it up is not when you're under attack. That's not the best time. Smart people, wise people feed their faith all along. And then something comes up. You're not trying to get ready. You're ready and you'll face it and you'll overcome it and it won't overcome you. Uh, The principle that we keep seeing in, in Luke 8, it's brought out in this healing of the woman that had the issue of blood. When she came and touched Jesus' garment and was healed, Luke 8, 48 says that Jesus said to her daughter, Be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. Go in peace. And Mark says, Go in peace and be whole of your plague. Say that phrase out loud, class. Your faith your faith has made, you whole. has made you whole. Let's say it together. Your, your faith, faith has, has made, made you whole. whole. Now, if you were with us a couple of weeks ago, we saw that phrase over and over and over again in other accounts where people were healed. He said, as you have believed, so be it done unto you. According to your faith, uh, be it done unto you. Your faith, has made you whole. Your faith has saved you. Your faith, your faith, your faith. And the great news here is that even when there is uh, no uh, seeming natural help uh, that could cause healing to come, come about, there is still healing possible through faith. We're not opposed to doctors and nurses and procedures and, and medicine, we we thank God. There, there's a lot of uh, good uh, men and women that are in this profession that actually have a call on their life to be in this profession. They are anointed to minister to the body with natural means, like I'm anointed to teach and preach, or like other people are anointed to do what they're supposed to do. And yet, man is limited. <laughs> man doesn't know everything. It's too quick that uh, the best doctors in the world have to look at people and say, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing more that can be done. We don't know. But that doesn't mean nothing can be done. The scripture says, God says, all things are possible to him that believes. Oh, is that true? Do you believe that? All, that means what men uh, find impossible is still possible. It's possible with God, and it's possible to the man or woman that would dare to believe it, to believe it. So uh, there are people who are ignorant of the Word and of God and who scoff and, and make fun of what they call faith healing and faith healers, and they think it's a bunch of junk. But I, I apologize for saying the word, but they're just ignorant. There, that's not a, trying to insult. Ignorant means you don't know something. You're unaware of something. Uh, God has always been a healer. Amen. And back in Exodus, he said, I am the Lord that heals you. Hallelujah. The psalmist said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Does he still forgive? Well, then he still heals. He never changes. Uh, If you say, well, I I don't know about all that. Well, then it's not possible for you because you're not a believer. But all things are possible to who? Not those that scoff and make fun of it, but those who believe. And I've seen a lot of people who, you know, they they, they say, oh, there's nothing to all that stuff. That's just, you know, uh, hypnotism. That's just this or that, you know, it's all kind of stuff people try to say. And I don't believe, no, I don't believe in miracles. There is no such thing as miracle. You say that until you need one. And then you want to believe in them. (laughs) And the truth is, there is a God. He's real. He's a good God. Oh, He's a powerful God. And He does miracles. Oh, do you believe in a miracle miracle? Working God, that means he does things that men say are impossible. It is impossible to them, but not to him. And not to him or her that believes. How many believers do I have here in faith school? Come on, somebody say, "I'm I'm a believer. I'm a believer. That means things that men count impossible are actually possible for you. He said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. Now, how does faith come? Hmm? This is faith school. You, you've heard some of these things before, right? I, I mean, we, in faith school, we should find out how to get faith, right? Where, where does it come from? Uh, back up, you're there in the, in the um, eighth chapter. Back up to the uh, sixth chapter. And the uh, 17th verse, and you'll see a, a confirmation of what I heard some of you referring to in Romans 10:17 says, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Luke 6:17 says, when he, Jesus, came down with them, he stood in the plain and the company of his disciples, and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem. From the seacoast of Tyre and Zidon, they came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits and they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue or power out of him and healed them all. Whew! Thank God. But notice how it started. We we see the end of this uh, happening was people being delivered and people being healed. In fact, all of them that came to be delivered and healed, all of them were delivered and healed. But how did this begin? Well, in verse 17, the first thing they came to do was what? Hear. 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 They came to hear him and to be healed. Everybody say hear Hear. "and and be healed. A lot of folks want to be healed, but they don't want to hear, <laughs> or they don't think they have time to hear. Uh, I, I know years ago, uh, I, I was teaching on this subject, and, and uh, some people came, we were, we were teaching all week on the subject of healing in a place, and some folks came, and, and a lady and her mother were there, and, she, and, and they asked me to pray for the mother, and uh, I, I'm glad to pray Uh, If I believe we can pray in faith, but I have found out through experience It does you no good to pray for something that you're not ready to believe for And when you pray and don't get results, that actually hurts your faith And so I asked them a couple of questions about, you know, what they thought about it And what they believed about it And I could tell they're not ready to pray a prayer of faith Well, we're about to have class on healing in just uh, an hour or so I said, can you stay? And, and, uh, and I said, we're having this all week. And then toward the end of the week, we're also gonna have laying on of hands time. So I think it'd be good if you'd come, get in the classes and hear. And um, the, the lady said, well, no, no, we're about to go shopping at the mall. And they had just got through telling me that she'd been diagnosed with a terminal disease. And that if, um, you know, if something doesn't change in a matter of uh, months, she, they expect her to, to die. And so I said, well, I understand, but uh, this, is, this is pretty urgent and pressing, right? I mean, come on in. And, and I said, well, what about, you know, okay, what about next week? And, and one of the ladies said, well, no, you know, next week we were gonna be working in our flower beds and, uh, and doing some things. And they just, they didn't uh, have see any reason why they should change their schedules of things that who's going to know the difference in these things, even next week, much less 10 years, 100 years from now, why do do I bring that up? People have not understood hearing is a vital part of this. You can't separate uh, miracles from faith, and you can't separate faith from what you hear. Do you see that? Uh, There are many people whose faith for healing is just not there. And people say, well, I have a lot of faith. For what? <laughs> well, what do you mean by that? You have a lot of faith that God is real. You have a lot of faith that you're saved. Wonderful. That doesn't mean you have any faith to be healed, though. It's not, it's not the same. It's the same kind of faith, but it has to be developed. And how did you get faith that your sins were forgiven? How did you get faith that you're, you're saved? You heard something. Right? You heard something preached. You saw something in the word. You, you became convinced. You became persuaded until you're no longer questioning uh, that thing. You believe it. You trust in it. Well, how do you get faith to be healed? What if you have no faith for healing? You, you have no confidence that you could be prayed for and something would change. You, you have no expectation about that. Can that be fixed? Yes. It can be fixed. Bring yourself into faith school. Is that a, Sit yourself down here and forget about shopping for a few days. Forget about working in the flower bed. Come on, let's live and not die. Yes. Right? Let's receive a healing and not lose this battle. Come on in here and don't give it um, three minutes uh, or 20 minutes interrupted by 50 texts and tweets, and emails, come on now, you got to get serious about this, shut all that stuff off, give the Lord your full attention. How many remember what Proverbs said, my son, attend to my words, incline your ear to my sayings, don't let them depart from your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart, they will be life unto those that find them, and health are medicine to all their flesh." They came to what? Hear, hear, and be healed. This is not an isolated instance. Go back to the fifth chapter. Just a, a, a few verses prior to this, uh, 5 and 15. 5.15 of Luke says, So much the more went there a fame abroad of him, talking about Jesus, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him, Of their infirmities. They came to what? Hear Hear and be healed. Come on, say it again. Hear Hear. and be healed. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. But how do you get faith? Not just by osmosis, Hmm? not just by hanging around long enough, not just by taking the Bible and putting it on your forehead. Or sleeping with it under your pillow. You've got to hear these words. And when the scripture says, uh, how will they hear without a preacher in Romans? And how will they preach unless they're sent? It's not just hearing somebody necessarily just blandly read this. But what you especially want to hear is anointed teaching and preaching on the subject. Huh? Uh, men and women that God has given revelation of this to and anointed them to teach it and preach it. When you hear that, it ministers faith to your insides. It pushes the clouds of doubt out. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it fills you with confidence. And you can, even if you're looking at a death sentence from the natural, I've seen it many times. You can come completely out of that, overcome, and live for decades to come Amen. anyway. Yes. I have seen it. I have seen it over and over and over again. But you got to make it a priority. you got to quit being so preoccupied with all these other things. We live in a very distracted society. Have you noticed? Yes. We got all this media, we got the internet and we got these devices that, that almost seem to be attached to our bodies, you know, and every time they ding or buzz, people think they have to look, have to check it. And so they're interrupted thousands of times a day from any kind of continuity of thought. And that's a problem because uh, uh, I know... Uh, My father in the faith, Kenneth Hagan, he used to say this phrase, he said, and it's not the best English, but I'm quoting him. He said, God don't have no instant pudding. (laughs) God don't have no instant pudding. What does that mean? Well, uh, uh, we live in a uh, just-add-water microwave drive-through society, and uh, that appeals to your flesh. When does your flesh want everything? Now, now right now. <laughs> right now, as quickly as possible. But, and so instant pudding is what you'd mix some water with it or something and bingo there. No, uh, God has pudding. It's the real thing. It's the made from scratch. Takes ever how long it takes to make. But then when you get done, you've got something. I remember my grandmother's house, we used to, my uh, brother and I used to uh, get off the school bus and go to her house and wait till my folks got off work, which was a great place to go because uh, she was a great cook, and and of course there were no microwaves back then, and and, um, everything started with uh, flour (laughs) and a skillet (laughs) or a pot, and some things took half a day to make, but oh man. They had flavor. Yes. Is that right? They didn't taste like cardboard. I mean, we'd come in from school and there's this great big platter of big fluffy tea cakes. Hmm? Made from scratch. Rice pudding. Made from scratch. Well, what are we talking about? God's things are made from scratch. They are real. They take some things take a little time to develop. And you got to watch about being in too big of a rush. I I used to say sometimes when I ministered at healing school, I thought we'd get a lot more traffic if we had a drive-through window. (laughs) What do you mean? Well, people could drive through, we could open the window and go, you know, be healed. And and they could just (laughs) drive up. You say, man, now I'm almost hearing somebody. That's a great idea. Why don't you start that? God don't have no instant pudding. That's what we're trying to say. Uh, And so many times that's part of the problem. People have been in too big of a hurry, not just to get build faith for healing. They've been in too big of a hurry for God. They've been in too big of a hurry to even try to find out His plan or listen to Him. And so many times when people get into trouble, things are wrong in their life, whether it's financial, marital, uh, mental, physical, Uh, there are other things that led up to this and allowed this and, and that got to this place. And so if you run to God and go, God, I, I, I hurry up and heal me. Hurry up and heal me. I got a life to get back to. He'll say, slow down. Come here. Be still. Huh? <laughs> Be still. Yeah, but God. Yeah, but God. Yeah, but God. <laughs> I know, honey. Sh- sh- sh. Be still. Come here. Come here. Sit down right here. We need to talk and give him some time and relax and shut everything out and shut everything off and let him talk to you and let him speak to you. And by hearing his anointed words, oh, it'll be the soothing balm of Gilead. It will fix you inside and inside. That'll help start to fix you outside. Oh, do you believe it, child of God? God's not just interested that we can be busy and ignore him pain-free. Or that we can pursue our own agenda with plenty of money and finances. He has a plan for us. He wants us to check in with him regularly, daily, and and, and every day and every night. and, And hear from him. And follow him fully. Say it out loud: "Here, and be healed. Here, and, and be healed." Oftentimes, healing is spelled differently than you might think. Sometimes healing is spelled uh, R-E-P-E-N-T. <laughs> Repent. Sometimes healing is spelled. F-O-R-G-I-V-E, forgive. Sometimes healing is spelled (laughs) O-B-E-Y. Huh? Obey, obey. There are, we're not, you know, people try to compartmentalize their life. But the truth is, we're connected. Spirit, soul, mind, body, one affects the other. If something's not right here, it's going to show up over here eventually. And when something's fixed here, it's going to show up over here too, right? Remember what 3 John 2 said, Beloved, I wish or I desire above all things that you may what? Prosper. It's God's will that we prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Well, your soul's part of your inner being, not not your outer physical being, but your inner spiritual being. Does what happen, does the, the things that happen inside affect the outside? That's what he's saying, isn't yeah. it? That you, that you prosper and be in health and it's connected to even as your soul prospers. That's why we start off the class saying, what, what's happening here at faith school? My spirit gets fed, or my faith gets fed, right? And my spirit grow stronger. Well, yeah, but I, I need my bills paid. That's where, we, that's where we need to start, <laughs> right? It's inside, inside. Yeah, but I, I need healing. Uh, no, you need to hear. Amen. Can you see why we're talking about this? Uh, I, I need healing. No, you need to hear. What if somebody said, well, I, I need to get saved. I need to get saved. How can you help them? You need to hear. You need to hear the good news that the Lord has already done everything that needs to be done about saving you. Right? You need to hear it and believe it and receive it. Same thing is true with healing. Same thing is true with financial material provision. Same thing is true with peace for your mind and your emotions. Thank God the answers are here. Thank God the Word ministers life to those that find them and health or medicine to all their flesh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I like the, uh, what the psalmist said. He said, speak, Lord, and your servant will hear. Amen. Is that your your choice and your desire, class? Everybody said out loud. Everybody watching everywhere, say it out loud. Speak Lord, speak, Lord, and your servant will hear. Servant will hear. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. I'm, listening. I'm listening. I will hear it. I, I want to hear, hear more and more and more. and more I have time for you I make time for you I listen to you I, to you. I, hear, your words I hear your words and they heal me, they, heal. They, help me. they help me they free, me. free me. They me they deliver me they save me, they save me. Thank, you. thank you for your sa- saving, words. saving words glory to God Glory to God. Glory to God. And we're out of time again. But uh, thank God uh, we can come back tomorrow and start over again. And we're going from grace to grace, faith to faith, glory to glory. Hallelujah. Said out loud, I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith. Giving glory to God. We'll see you next time